listening to the Pulley Points Podcast with Dr. Darrell R. Pulley. That life is yours, life. That life is morning, everyone, and welcome to the Daily Download. I'm your host, Dr. Devar Pulley, the spiritual leader of today's church, Tampa Bay, and the presiding prelate of the Church of the Everlasting Kingdom. And this is the Daily Download, where the Lord daily loads us with his benefits. And I'm telling you, today it's already loaded, it's already jammed, it's already packed with the lessons and the blessings of God. And my heart and my mind are open to receive all the good that God has for me. And I am praying with you today that your heart and your mind are open and receptive to divine unlimited ideas. Let's just take a moment to center ourselves in the presence of God. Stop wherever you are and take a deep conscious cleansing breath. Hold it and release. Breathe in again fully, completely, totally, absolutely. Hold it and let it go. Inhale. Hold it and slowly exhale. There is a divine order in the universe and everything in my life, in my world, and in my affairs are flowing and functioning in that divine order. The truth is there is absolutely nothing wrong, but everything is flowing in divine right order. It is in the name and through the power and in the consciousness of Christ Jesus that it is so and so it is and so we let it be. Amen and amen. Good morning again, everyone. And thank you so much for being a part of the Daily Download. Thank you for your patience. Um, I was upside down on the screen, but now I'm right side up and I'm saying happy Monday, everyone. Happy November. Yes, we're in a brand new month, the month of November. You see, I got my Orioles shirt on. I was in Baltimore with my one God, One Thought family with my daily downloaders in the Baltimore area. Yay! Celebrating uh, the twins, Brittany and Courtney's uh, 29th birthday. I tell you, it was a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I'm glad to be able to be back with you this morning. Happy November. Happy Monday. Uh, tag someone in this post and share it on your page. Invite a family member, a friend, a neighbor, co-worker, a classmate, a churchman, and let them know that you're watching the Daily Download Live with Dr. Dara Pulley and invite them to watch it live with you. Thank you for all those who sow into the daily download. Some do it daily, some do it weekly, some do it monthly, but however you sow, however much you sow, it helps us grow in spreading the kingdom message. Not only is it a new month, but we're starting a new book. Yes, we are studying the five books of law, the Pentateuch, the fivefold vessel, and we've done Exodus. We, I mean, we've done Genesis, we've done Exodus, and now we're on Leviticus. And thank you for my special request. Yes, they sang, this is my Exodus yesterday at One God, One Thought Center for Better Living. And I tell you, it touched my heart so that they sang, this is my Exodus. And it was the last day of October and the last part of the series of Exodus where we're on a brand new month and we're on a brand new book of the Bible. And we got a brand new ending um, outro song for you this morning. I'm just hoping that you're going to enjoy it as much as I'm going to enjoy it. Well, let's get into Leviticus. So this morning we're covering Leviticus chapter one, two, and three. That's right. I said it. We're covering Leviticus chapters one, two, and three. And our subject for this morning is all about the smell. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, it's all about the smell. Worship in the Bible, in Leviticus, it was a lot about the smell. It was about a sweet smell, the aroma that it went up when they were offering the sacrifices. And our scripture for today is found in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 and 2. Remember, we look for a scripture that kind of summarizes what's happening. Uh, even though we're covering Leviticus 1, 2, and 3, our scriptures come from Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 and 2 from the Kingdom Study Bible. It says, be followers of God as beloved offspring and live in love just as Jesus who gave himself for us like an offering and sacrifice to God had a sweet smelling aroma. King James says sweet smelling savor. And today our subject is, it's all about the smell. Do you know that your one of your most powerful senses is your sense of smell? That you remember what you smell over what you see, you remember what you smell over what you hear. You remember what you smell over what you taste. And so your memory is attached to your smell. I remember at seven years old, we were in a fire and I can still smell the smoke from that fire and I'm in my fifties. And so I'm telling you the smell is a very important aroma, a very important sense. And as it relates to worship and sacrifice in the Old Testament, a lot of it was about the smell. And so my subject for today is it's all about the smell. Can you affirm that with me today? It's all about the smell. Um, many things before you even taste it, if it doesn't smell right, you're not interested in it because it's about the smell. Amen. You can get past sometimes how stuff looks, but if it don't smell right, then you know that there's something uh, that it has expired, that like milk, if it doesn't smell right, uh, you might look at it look at it and say, I don't know. But once you smell it, it's like, mm -mm. give me a thumbs up, give me a high five, give me a heart, if you know how powerful the sense of smell is. And so as in worship, the smell of the sacrifice was so important, um, as if God had nostrils. God does not have nostrils, but it was a metaphor to sense of discernment. Your smell, um, the sense of smell is analogous with the sense of discernment, you being able to discern, all right? So when you're, it's all about the smell, it's all about the discernment. It's all about the sense of knowing what's underneath, the intentions, the motives, what's behind something, the sense of smell. If something in the milk ain't right, something don't smell right. And so if it's something not right, something fishy, we have all these different um, idioms that we use to deal with our sense of smell. And today we're talking about, it's all about the smell. Give me a thumbs up, give me a high five, give me a heart. It means it's all about your discernment. It's all about your intuition. It's all about you paying attention to the intention behind what it is that you say. What is the intention behind what it is that you do? Yes, many times that we're worshiping God and we're doing things, but the intention behind it, the smell of it is not good. Even though it looks like a good thing, we're going to go deeper and see what is the thoughts. God is a designer of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. So God is concerned about the smell. It wasn't just them offering up a sacrifice. It was about their hearts being right before God. It was about their motives. It was about 
about their intentions. It was about the smell. It's all about the smell. You can do the right thing, but if you don't have the right intention, if you're doing it for the praise of people, if you're doing it so people can think you're a great person, if you're doing it so that you can get um, people's um, attaboys, and that means that it's something in the smell that's not right. The sacrifice could look beautiful, but when it went up before God, if the smell was not right, if the intention was not right, if the heart was not right, then there was not a sense of a sweet smelling aroma. When you do things with the right intention, it has a sweet smelling aroma. When you do things with the right motives, it has a sweet smelling aroma. When you do things and your motives are not pure, when your intentions are not clear, it does not have that sweet smelling aroma. In fact, it has a stench. Some people's worship has a stench to it because the motive behind it, they're singing or they're preaching, they're teaching, and they're doing all these things, but their motives are not right. So therefore, it's not a sweet-smelling savor. Amen. The Bible says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. It's not just about the right action, but it's the right, about the right motive and the right intention underneath of the action. What is your intention today? What is your motive? What is your reason why you are doing what you're doing? It's not just the right thing, but it's doing the right thing for the right reason. That's why I said it. It's not just about doing the right thing, but it's doing the right thing for the right reason. I'm going to say it one more time. It's not just about doing the right thing, but it's about doing the right thing with the right motive, with the right intention, the smell of it. Amen. And sometimes we got a stench. You know, there's a nasty attitude. There's something foul about it because we're trying to prove something to somebody. We're trying to impress somebody. Amen. We're trying to get revenge. So you didn't think I could do it, but look, here it is. All of those things cause a stench. Do it from your heart. Do it from a place of love and not from a place of ego. The ego causes the sacrifice to stink. It produces a stench. But when you do it from love, it produces a sweet smelling aroma. And that's what uh, Paul was saying to the church at Ephesus about Jesus, that he was a sweet smelling savor, that he offered up a sweet aroma because he was doing the right thing with the right motive. Amen. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me a heart. If you are concerned about your intention, if you are purifying your heart, if you are purifying your mind, your intentions, and your motives, amen, all right? And so uh, what would it take to get this sweet-smelling savor? What does it take to get this sweet-smelling aroma that they were concerned about as they were offering up sacrifices to God? They had the burnt offerings, they had the meal offerings, they had the peace offerings. Those are the offerings that are covered in Leviticus 1, 2, and 3. The meal offerings, Offerings, the peace offering, and the burnt offering. And there were a lot of details and specifications. God is in the details. And we will see this as we go through Leviticus, that God is in the details. There were very detailed instructions about this sacrifice, about this worship, about these offerings that they were giving to God. There were very detailed instructions. And I'm telling you, it's important that you are concerned about the details because God is concerned about the details. The Bible says, if you are willing and obedient, that you shall eat the good of the land. Sometimes we're obedient, but we're not willing. 
our motive, our intention is not pure, it's not clear. Sometimes it's not just not pure, it's not clear. You're not clear about why you're doing it. Sometimes we're doing things out of ritual, out of habit. We're doing things out of routine, but your worship to God needs to come from an intentional place. Your worship to God needs to come, amen, from a pure place. Because even in Corinthians, it says that some people were given their bodies to be burned, but if they weren't doing it from love, if they were feeding the hungry, but they were not doing it for love, they were clothing the naked, but they were not doing it from a space of love. They were doing it so they could be seen, so they could be recognized, so their name could be on the plaque. Amen. So that name could be in the program. What is your intention? So they offered the meal offering. They offered the peace offerings and they offered the grain offerings. What made them smell right? What produced the sweet smelling aroma? Pulling point number one, in order for it to produce a sweet smelling aroma, it had to be their best. Pulling point number one is your best. In every situation, the question that you ask yourself is, am I doing my best? That's the intention. I'm doing the best. I'm doing the literal literal best of what I have to offer. I'm doing my best. And even after this over, you can go back and evaluate and say, did I do my best? If you look at these sacrifices, it was the best. And they were a little sexist. So it had to be a male offering, a male, because it, the male was considered to be the highest and the best. It had to be without spot or without blemish because they were giving God their best. And sometimes we give God our leftovers. If it was, um, the, it needed to be their first fruit. It needed to be the best. It needed to be without blemish because when I to I'll get this sweet smelling savor, to get this sweet aroma where God is pleased, it has to be your best. Amen. Don't just give God anything. Make sure if you're a minister that you're giving God your best, that you're studying. If you're a singer, make sure, or a worship leader, make sure that you're giving God your best by practicing, whether it's acting or dancing or reading or whatever it is that you are doing. Give God your best because it's not going to have the aroma, the sweet smelling aroma. If it's not your best, it's going to have a, a stench to it. That's why even when I give my time, my talent, and my treasure, I give my best. I give God the first fruit. Amen. My tithe, my offering comes off the top because I'm giving God my best because I recognize that God is my source and everything and everyone else is a resource. It's not when I get around to it. No, God, I give you my best. And once you give your best, you can forget the rest, regardless of what people say, what they think, as long as you can walk away from the situation knowing that I did my best. I gave it my all. So in order to get this sweet smelling aroma, pulley point number one, it's got to be your best. Pulley point number two, in order to get this sweet smelling aroma, there had to be a burnt offering. Hey Amen. It was burnt. And the priest, the priest, um, um, the high priest, which is Aaron and his sons, I guess they were the low priests or the regular priests. <laughs> and so Aaron and his sons, they had to be involved which means that it had to be a burnt offering. And so when you're offering your sacrifice to God, you're burning off anything that's impure. 
You are burning off anything, amen, that's less than the highest and the best. You are burning off those erroneous thoughts, burning off those limited ideas, burning off those faulty perceptions that I'm giving God a burnt offering and anything that's not like God is being burnt off. And let me tell you that God is refining you like silver. Many of you have been through tests and trials and tribulations and heartaches and pains and situations that why am I going through this? Because I'm giving God a burnt offering. Just like silver, it's purifying. Just like gold, it is being purified. Just like diamonds, it's being purified. And so pulling for number two has had to be a burnt offering because they came with the pure motives, but any excess, any residue, it needs to be burnt off. And you've forgiven, but any residue needs to be burnt off. You said you let the situation go, but when the priests get involved, amen, when you come into agreement with those in your spiritual community, that worship is not only individual, it's individual because I give my best, but in order to get the burnt offering, they needed to get other people involved. So it's not just about your individual worship, but it's about your corporate worship. Amen. To give my God my best, I can do that as an individual, but to get the burnt offering, the priests had to be involved. It had to be a community. Amen. So pulling point number one is I give God my best. That's my individual worship. Pulling point number two is I give God a burnt offering, which means that I bring the community involved because sometimes they can see stuff you can't see. They can see some, some things because you've been dealing with them for so long. That's why you have proofreaders and people that read things and edit because they see things that you don't see. A burnt offering is a corporate offering. The priests have to be involved. Amen. I'm talking about how to get a sweet smelling savor unto God, how to worship God and to give God your time, your individuality, your money from the energy of love. It's pulling for number one. It's got to be your best. And I do that as an individual. Anything I sign my name to that my name is associated with, it's my best. Pulling point number two, it has to be burnt, which means the priests have to be involved. It's a part of a community. You need to be a part of a spiritual community. You need priests that involve a corporate worship and praise. You need ministers and, and elders and deacons. They couldn't offer up the burnt offering themselves. They needed to be having a spiritual leader and a spiritual community. And you need to have a spiritual leader and you need to be a part of a spiritual community. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me all. You can give your best by yourself, but it'll never be burnt without the community. Pulley point number three. Also, in order for it to have the sweet smelling aroma, they had to be a blessing to the priests and to the Levites, which means that if you look at the details of it, what God required was the fact. And y'all know some people like the meat with the little fat on there because that's where the tender part, that's where the flavor is, amen, by the fat. But what they only offered a part of it to God. The rest they gave to the priests, they were a blessing. So they offered some up to God and the burnt offering, the sweet smelling Savior, and the rest went to the priests, amen. They offered the fat and then the rest went to the Levites, come on. And so therefore, as a result of it, they had to bless that when you have the right motives, when you're giving God your best, when you are part of a spiritual community, the burnt offering, that you're able to bless other people. People are blessed by the worship experience. People are blessed by your transformation. People are blessed. And so that the priests, the Levites, they were blessed with the rest of the offering. They got the rest of the meal offering. They got the rest of the burnt offering because they didn't have jobs. They didn't have um, a part of inheritance of the 
land. They did not have jobs where they were making money. So the rest went to the priests. They were a blessing to them. Every day set an intention that you're going to be a blessing to somebody. Every day of my life, I'm going to be a blessing to somebody. Hey man, today I'm here to bless somebody. I'm not here to curse you. I'm here to bless you. I'm not here to tear you down. I'm here to build you up. That I set an intention that I'm going to do my best today. That I'm going to give a burnt offering. I'm going to do it with a community. I can't do it by myself. And it's going to be a blessing to somebody. You are blessed to be a blessing. God has blessed you so that you can be a blessing to somebody else. Amen. I love you so much. God bless you. Thank you so much for being a part of the daily download. If you've been blessed by today's message, sow a seed, meet a need, boot this post so the hundreds of thousands of people can hear what you've heard today and can experience what you experienced. We're going deep into Leviticus because what God is doing is that God is purifying the sons and the daughters of Levi. You got a call on your life. You got a purpose for your life and God is just purifying you. I know you've been through some health challenges, but God is purifying you. I know you've been through some relationship challenges, but God is purifying you. I know you've been through some financial challenges, but God is purifying you. You're one of the sons. You're one of the daughters. You're one of the offspring of Levi. You are a priest. You are a Levi. You got something to offer up to God, but God is just purifying you. Yes, that's our new outro song, that God will purify the sons of Levi, Quincy Jones, Tremaine Hawkins. Yes, for they have been set aside. Oh, that they might glorify. Come on. I know you got to go. It's 702. I love you so much. Thank you so much for your patience. Amen. Thank you for your patience today. I love you. And you're one of the sons and daughters of people of Levi and God is just purifying you. Oh God, we thank you for a pure heart. We thank you for a pure mind. We thank you for pure intentions. We thank you for pure motives. For you know our hearts, God. Anything that's not like you, purify anything, any thought that's not like you, purify my way of being, purify my way of seeing, purify my way of thinking, purify my way of speaking, purify my way of actions, purify my feelings and my thoughts and my emotions. God is purifying you. Yes, all the dross is being burnt off. God is purifying the sons of and the daughters of Levi. Amen. Will you be purified today? Will you be clean? Will you be clear about what you're doing and why you are doing it? I love you so much. God bless you. Have a positive end. You've been listening to The Mental Note with Dr. Darrell R. Pulley, the spiritual leader of today's church, Tampa Bay. For more information about today's church, visit us online at todayschurchtampabay.com.